1: With Sam Ziggy Rodriguez, That's me. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have Tom here. We don't. You know what? The thing is, it's unfortunate that he's not here because we'll miss his company, but he's always on these adventures. Tom is always trying to expand his horizons. And so this weekend, he's at a conference. For, it's it's I've not heard of this before. Maybe you have. It's tap dance farming. Oh yes. So it, it's a it's the latest thing apparently. The 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 pitter patter of your feet on the on the on on earth as you're as you're sowing uh, potato seeds.
0: Well, you know, people heard about that that book years ago, the Mozart effect on the impact of music so on plants. Has, right. So he's singing. Well, he's he's, he's, ta- singing he's tap dancing. He's tap dancing. The rhythm of his feet also yeah, makes those, those plants want to so grow. <laughs> we, we,
1: we wish him well. Uh, in his endeavors, always, um, and so there, I have zero um, uh, ways of getting into our topic today. <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to be able to make a nice segue here like I normally do. We're just going to talk about Mother Teresa. And because this, uh, when this show airs, as this show is airing, it is the feast day of of, of Blessed or Mother Teresa of Calcutta, Saint Teresa of Calcutta. Yes. So I, 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 and I know um, um, most of our our listenership. Loves Mother Teresa as, as Catholics around the world and even non-Catholics around the world see this woman as a, as a holy inspiration, you know, a, a wonderful, wonderful saint. Um, and, you know, interestingly, a lot of people don't know this, but on October 19th, uh, 2003, when she was beatified, before she was canonized, when she was beatified, I was there in St. Peter's Square with John Paul II. Not saying next to him or anything. <laughs> <clears throat> he did look at me, though. I, you know, I think he was looking at me. Uh, he was not,
0: waiting for your thumbs up on he, the on to move forward with the ceremony. And I gave him I'm the
1: thumbs kidding. up. I did. I gave him the thumbs up. <laughs> but it, that was an honor and a blessing to be there with all those uh, missionaries of charity. It was a beautiful, mm. beautiful. Uh, and you know, one of the greatest experiences I had was coming back. I bought like a bag full. I mean, one of those bags with like a thousand of the little uh, they had uh, Mother Teresa medals. You know that they were handing out. Well, I bought a bag of them. And so when the Pope blessed all the religious articles were there, I brought those back for, for the missionaries of charity in Memphis. I think they're still giving those out.
0: Oh, I'm sure they are. Well, it's funny because Mother Teresa, one of her practices was specifically with the uh, the miraculous medals. Yes, yes. She would go out and she would give them out to people. They
1: still give them out. Wonderful. They still give them out. So it's a beautiful thing. So here's the thing. We haven't done a top ten show in a while here at the Catholic Cafe. And so what we thought we'd do is sort of like a our top ten Mother Teresa quotes. Oh, yeah. You know, and and she said so many things. She has way more than ten. And I guess we should be clear that we're not ranking these. Right. Far be it from us to rank the words of a saint. Um, (laughs) But we will say that these are, uh, as we go through these, you'll probably hear like, there's some wisdom here.
0: Absolutely, and by the way, should we should we do our, our top ten list jingle? It's been a while since we've cracked it no, out. No, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> but since it's already on your mind and your heart, the top ten list. Yeah.
1: All right. Very. I'm I, glad I you wrote you. that. By
0: the way, copyright Sam Ziggy Run, Rodriguez. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Z- Ziggy Rodriguez. Uh,
1: I don't think you're gonna have any infringement claims <laughs> whatsoever. So let's just dive into these because there's some of them are beautiful. And I think, some of them it's amazing. Uh, here's the thing about our saints they they are um, uh, immensely important to us catholics
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, not just because of what they do on an intercessory basis as they're yeah. literally next to the lord of lords and the king of kings in heaven right advocating for us how a beautiful gift that is in sainthood uh but also in the the example of their lives mm-hmm. and their words that live on long before long longer than they do right that the words yes. go on and on and on and so we have her words that are inspiration. It's amazing, as I look at this list that we've compiled, how prophetic many of these, these words well, are. Well,
0: they're so deeply, people like Mother Teresa are so deeply infused by the Holy Spirit that they have eyes to see the intersection of... God's truth in everyday realities in a way that we oftentimes miss
1: yeah amen I, amen to that and so we know the Holy Spirit's present because here's the thing this this first quote we're gonna we're gonna read mm. um, first of all, take a look outdoors right now and, and and watch the news for about i don't know thirteen seconds right uh, read whatever uh, periodical or social media posts that you normally focus on and then listen to this if we have no peace. It is because we've forgotten that we belong to each other. Wow. <laughs> and there's, there's, so, so it's like Mother Teresa is here in the midst of all this chaos mm-hmm. where it, it's, uh, it seems like peace is something that we don't give a chance. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, to quote our 1960s brethren, uh, you know, and, and I think that if we're, um, if we're looking at this, we've forgotten, as she says, that we belong to each other.
0: Just as Paul says, you know, that in the body of Christ, we are all one, uh, we are all members of the same body, all members of the same body, and thus we all belong to one another. It's, it's, it's not just some sort of a highfalutin phrase or way of describing things. It is true, but it's a truth that we so easily lose sight of. Yeah, so the
1: body of Christ literally is, it, it's us. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we are the body of Christ, and when we forget that, it's very easy for us to be divided right right and so you sit there and think like well in my own body is my right hand it may be different than my left hand
0: mm-hmm. but
1: they're but, but they're part of me yes and Paul spends a long time talking about parts of the body yes right and so it's just important for us to understand that, that those who are separated from us uh, whether it's uh, financially or racially uh, whatever it is are really are not separated from us we belong to each other and right?
0: they might likewise see us as separated from them
1: perhaps and so and so if we're seeking peace it seems like we need to realize that we're members of the body of Christ and then then when we do that peace comes i think at yes. the end of that now um this next quote is interesting because uh it's you know she she had probably had a lot of things that would have been like corporate wisdom this would have been <laughs> one of those things it says not all of us can do great things but we can, we can do small things with great love, right? So yeah. now, while the great love part would, wouldn't necessarily be, uh, you know, a mantra of a great corporation, <laughs> um, and a lot of them want to be, you know, concerned and caring for everyone kind of a thing, and they'll present that, but they don't, they don't want to use the word love, maybe. But, <laughs> but it's almost like this, you know, w- we don't necessarily want to, like, climb Mount Everest, or whatever but because I think about the corporate mantra how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time right. you, you start slowly and in a small way and so I, I see this as a, um, as a beautiful um, I don't know just a, a peek into the potential for, for, for doing things that are, are impactful and you can do small things but if you have great love that basically uh, sustains ratifies empowers that thing no matter how small it is that you do
0: and I can't help but see it through the lens of the little way Saint Therese of Lisieux, who a lot of people don't realize. Mother Teresa, she took her name, honoring Saint Therese of Lisieux, and had a picture throughout her entire life as a nun. A picture of Saint Therese of Lisieux was in her that is amazing. bedroom. Yes. Yeah, that's
1: that's beautiful. I just love hearing you say Lisieux, Lisieux. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Sacré bleu! Yeah, but it's just like <laughs> I, I think that's uh, I think that's a, a beautiful thing. And, and when you see that connection, the little way. Mm -hmm. Right and how her uh, uh, Teresa of Lisieux's little way is still to this day uh, having a great impact on 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 Catholics who follow that, and you realize, wow, amazing things happen.
0: Yeah, this this little nun. Who could have been she easily was forgotten? Small. She was, but also she, someone who could have been easily forgotten. She didn't even want to write her memoirs, except she was forced to by her mother her, by her mother superior, and they became the, the the blueprint, so to speak, of Mother Teresa's life. So you can see right there the proof that something yeah. small can become something huge.
1: That's powerful. That's powerful. So speaking of huge, let's talk about. Uh, just the impact of a huge smile on your face okay right i i, I have i've been i've worked with uh, the missionaries of charity locally in memphis uh my wife goes and down to the uh the shelter down there and one night a month she's responsible for dinner for the folks that come through there uh and i've i've been down there many 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 times and seen those beautiful sisters the most beautiful thing about them is their smile? When they're they're so welcoming the and they greet. And, and this third quote that we're going to talk about from uh, uh, Mother Teresa is, "Let us always meet each other with a smile, for mm. the smile is the beginning of love." Mm. You know, Whoa. and I'm thinking, well, I'm just thinking about uh, all the difficulty we have loving others. Yeah. And if we just start with a smile, it's like amazingly how that's a, it's like that. Hello, my name is name tag. Yes, right. It's just like, but it's like a big smile on your on your sticker that you put on your on your suit coat or whatever.
0: Well, it also relates to what you were saying at the very beginning of the show about you know we how easily we forget that kinship that's supposed to be there that we all belong to one another. And Mother Teresa, she saw a link between love and kindness. Yeah, and and just living out kindness. In such a way with the the power of a smile and the power of a joyful presence, a joyful welcoming presence can have on building that kinship. It
1: is transformative. Yes. You know, I I just, I, I, so it's, it's like, it is incumbent upon us to smile more because that's well, that's the beginning, right? That's, that's the beginning. uh, I think if we're going to live in love, first, we have to start with the smiling, right? Right. No one wants to love a person that's not smiling. (laughs) It's hard. It's harder. Um, okay, so let's go on to this next quote. I have found the paradox that if I love until it hurts, then there is no hurt, but only more love.
0: Whoa, yeah, that's so, pretty deep.
1: Yeah, so if we were on TV right now, we'd have our hands on the side of our head. We'd doing that like mind blown you know, <laughs> pshh, thing because you think about that um, and love till it hurts. But if in, in that setting, I find that there is no hurt. Right. right? And it's like,
0: wow only love because there's that acceptance of the cross of redemptive suffering of the everyday sufferings of life if we were living out love in a way that was exemplified by jesus and his love for us which is exactly what mother Teresa did then that's where we're able to sort of live in that mystery that she's pointing to and you were just talking about you know it's, it's hard to, to, to love somebody that isn't smiling, you know, yeah, I know yeah, to yeah. an extent that, you know, but the fact of the matter is, you know what? There are sometimes there are days when it's really hard to smile yeah. and it's hard to smile meaningfully at another person. And it's hard to look at a person and say, we are of the same kinship that we belong to each other and really love that person. But when you're rooted in the love of Jesus... And, and the love revealed by Christ crucified in the way that Mother Teresa was. Mm, yeah. You yeah. know, then it's a completely different. And you are able to look upon that person and smile upon that person in the same way that God Almighty continues to smile on us even when we let him down constantly.
1: And the more we do the things that seem to be at first uncomfortable. Right, the things that hurt. The more we do that, the more we realize, you know, this isn't so bad. In fact, what I'm finding out now is this is really good.
0: In fact, it's a source of joy and Yeah, a, yeah, <laughs>
1: amen. yeah. So those are the first four that we've come up with, and we've got six more we're going to go through in the, in the second half of the show. Uh, so we're going to take a break. But before we take that break, I want to remind folks at home we've got a great website. TheCatholicCafe.com Also, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email Deacon Jeff at TheCatholicCafe.com
0: And like us on Facebook, on Instagram and Twitter. Like and share our posts and comment on them. It makes a difference. With
1: that, we'll be right back.
2: I'm Bess Zemski, and this is another great moment in church history. we hear of people who set one great and lofty goal in life to attain before they draw their last breath on earth, so that when death comes, they will feel that they have lived a fulfilling and profitable life. If reached, this one goal becomes their crowning achievement or greatest moment. Perhaps no one in history provides a better example of such a desire than Simeon. This righteous and devout man from Jerusalem, as St. Luke refers to him in his gospel, was told by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Messiah of the Lord. For Simeon, the mere sight of Jesus would be for him that greatest moment and most awesome blessing from God. Then, when Jesus was presented in the temple after his birth to be consecrated to the Lord as Jewish law prescribed, Simeon, filled with the Spirit, approached the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph and took the Savior of the world into his arms. His eyes must have welled with tears as he uttered a beautiful prayer of blessing to God. In Latin, Nuc dimittis, Servum Tuum Domine, Segundum Verbum Tuum, in pace. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the gentiles and for glory to thy people Israel. This prayer known as the Nunc Dimittis, is prayed nightly in the Liturgy of the Hours, the great prayer of the church. It reflects beautifully the feeling of Simeon that now upon his seeing Jesus, his life's greatest desire was fulfilled at that moment. In chapter 10 of John's Gospel, Jesus tells us, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Indeed, Jesus came to fill our lives with his joy and love. His mere presence among us in the incarnation was a sign from God that we are his children and he desires us to live with him in eternity. This sign of abundant life became a reality for Simeon when he saw Jesus in the arms of Mary and Joseph. We too must pray this prayer of blessing to God, the Nuc Dimittis, as we celebrate the presence of Christ among us even today, some 2,000 years after his birth. He is present in his written word, in his priests, in his people who gather in worship, and most especially in the Eucharist. Before we draw our last breath, we too, like Simeon, must freely accept Christ's offer of abundant life. I'm Bess Zimski, and this is another great moment in church history.
0: Welcome back to The Catholic Cafe, here's Deacon Jeff. And we're
1: back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff. And Sitting here with Ziggy Rodriguez, missing Tom, who's tap dancing on the old farmland.
0: Oh yeah, he's got the whole soundtrack of Oklahoma on loop yes. you know, on his uh, his iPod.
1: Yes, Tom Dorian, O K O L A. Yes, so it's going to be so good when he gets back, and we'll have we'll have to check his boots and see how dirt dirty they are. I mean, he's been tap dancing out there. So we're talking about Mother Teresa on this beautiful feast day of Mother Teresa or this weekend. Uh, and we're remembering, um, just some beautiful words that she said that essentially are prophetic and they're just words for our times, words for this age. Uh, and I, I just, uh, I they resonate with us now. And so we want to go on to this next. And we left the, the last one we talked about loving till it hurts, uh, and we want to stay in that sort of vein of love here, as it, as it were. And this this fifth quote we want to read from her is, the hunger for love is much more difficult to remove than the hunger for bread. Wow. Now, you think about that for a second, because we, we think about all the real, I don't want to, I, I think there's some great faith in action, even in some government action that's going to be for the common good, yep. right? And where we, we will give food to 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 the hungry and shelter to the homeless and so we we see lots of programs and and while many of those are are good programs at the core of them if they're missing the love aspect they're not actually satisfying i mean they're taking care of a need right right but only love so where she's saying that this hunger for love is far more difficult to remove than the hunger for bread we can we can fix the bread problem she right. says but we can't just easily fix the, the love problem.
0: You know, I'm reminded of, there's somebody who um, we're both actually very close to, uh, uh, kind of a part of his conversion experience, and deepening his relationship with the Lord. He was out in a third world or developing country, and um, he was in a landfill area ministering to people and trying to help this village. Yeah. And this little boy comes up to him, and he felt completely ill-equipped because I, I don't have anything to give him. This kid's begging, I can't give him something. Right, And he felt God tell him, give him yourself. Be a dad. Be a dad. Just give him yourself. And that touched his heart in such a way, because ultimately, for us to say, oh, I don't have anything to give. Give yourself. Give your heart. you know, And, and
1: that's far more advantageous. While, the, while they're like, hey, look, dude, I just wanted some money. I want some <laughs> bread. The reality is that sometimes people don't know what to ask for. Oh yeah, right. And they know they have immediate needs, and so it's it's not wrong to take care of those needs. No, but it is actually such a bonus, such a benefit, right, to take care of the needs that even they might not see yes. that they're deficient in.
0: We all need to be seen. We all need to be known and loved. Right. So,
1: so yeah, <clears throat> exactly. So that 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 part's a it's a beautiful opportunity for all of us. Yes. Right. In that setting. So here's another quote. So we just finished talking about love and the hunger for love. Well, there's also that hunger for bread that Mother Teresa talks about. So let's, let's, let's transition here to the Eucharist.
0: Ah, yes! Right? And,
1: and, uh, and so here's what, she, here's what she says. Jesus has made himself the bread of life to give us life. Night and day, he is there. If you really want to grow in love, come back to the Eucharist. Come back to that adoration. Oof. Right? Put yourself in the, in the living presence of the living God. This is why it's so important for people to understand that simple and basic Catholic teaching that Jesus Christ is truly and really substantially present body, blood, soul, and divinity in Eucharist.
0: And a lot of people don't realize this in terms of Mother Teresa's mission with the Missionaries of Charity. They have a daily holy hour (laughs) for the sisters. And in fact, it is such an integral part of their daily formation to have that access to Christ in the Eucharist, that they've had bishops from developing countries say, hey, come, we want you in our, and we have this need for the missionaries of charity yeah. here. If they don't have the priests in that diocese that are necessary to ensure that the the, the, the sisters can have the Eucharist every day in mass. They ain't going to be there. Right. They're Here not going to
1: set up shop because that's really the, at the heart of who they
0: are. They can't do it if they're not right. fed
1: themselves. So it tells us we, as Catholics, it should be at the heart of who we are.
0: Yeah, and that's what that's
1: what she's saying in her gentle and loving way. Uh, you know, it's like I, I just I love it's like come back to the Eucharist. Yes, right. She's talking to folks who have kind of wandered. Even if you're going to mass every Sunday, like you're supposed to, come back to the Eucharist. Mm,
0: yeah, just sit a, in the presence.
1: Yeah, Amen, Amen. So, this uh, seventh quote I'm going to read to you uh, is, is another beautiful one. What can you do to promote world peace? Go home and love your family. Now, see, I love that one, too. How yeah. simple that is. You know, she really should have been Catholic. This is a great lady. <laughs> she's, she's, I'm joking. Please don't write. Please, I know she's Catholic. <laughs> um, but it's so in tune with Catholic teaching about the, the, the domestic church. Oh, yeah. Right? That church, I mean, essentially, it starts at home.
0: How many people, you know, Deacon Jeff that you've ministered to who have serious wounds that interfere with their faith? How often is it wounds that happen in their early family life? I mean, it's almost it's almost at that point right. it's a, a it's almost a, a passe cliche. Exactly. You know, but the fact is it's it's a cliche for a reason. It's cuz it's true. I know. It's like, let me guess. It's this
1: this 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 or this. And they go like, Yes, how did you know? It's a prophecy. <laughs> and I don't want to belittle the the, the terrible travesty that, that is the family for so many people. I get it. Yeah. But it's, it just shows us that, first of all, we shouldn't take for granted our family. We need to continue to support it, to love it, to nurture it, uh, and then also to speak about families, the importance of families, right? And so what Mother Teresa is saying is, if you want world peace, if you want to change the world, then you need to live in a home or provide a home with a mama and a daddy and kids.
0: It's a mission territory. It's a mission field. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it's like even and even if we're in a in a, in the midst of brokenness in our own families, that ideal of what the family is, we should be living by that.
0: We can still help usher that new season That's in. That's right.
1: And and when you, and you see sometimes things that you are missing, you you can actually substantially fill some of those needs through other experiences with other people in your life, if you don't have a real father or a real mother on this earth, mm. you can find one because there's lots of people that would love to to be a, a father figure or a mother figure to you, right? Right. So there's, there's just ways of doing those kind of things, but the importance of the family just can't... Uh, we just can't diminish the importance Because once we lose the family This is why Satan is attacking the family
0: Oh, every day This is
1: why all the stuff Pornography, contraception, abortion Sex outside of marriage Gender uh, Dysphoria All these things are all aimed at Destroying what we call family
0: And Mother Teresa understood that well She was uh I would say she was pretty actively aware of the the, of the oh, importance yeah. of life and the sanctity of of life.
1: Yes, but you know the sanctity of life. Let's let's get to this next quote, which is it's kind of hard to hear.
0: Oh, it's yeah, it's yeah. not
1: friendly. And I had this on on a uh, bumper sticker on my van when I had all the kids, all nine of them, packed in, mm-hmm. right. And here is this bumper sticker. It says, "It is a poverty to decide that a child must die so that you may live as you wish." That goes right to the heart, and it's a little accusatory, and it and and it's not. It would not be well-received today. And in fact, on my van, it was not well-received. We got lots of nasty honks. Oh, wow. And I don't know that maybe it's the way I would speak, but Mother Teresa did, and she's a saint, so maybe we should speak like this more, <laughs> because uh, it's, it speaks a truth. I mean, it's like, we can say that we've got to take care of the people on this earth before we worry about the unborn. Right. We can't say that, though. We say that, and we say, we have all these other hungry mouths to feed. Why would we bring another one in? Right. Because we had another one that said that, you know, saying there's too many children, is like there's too many flowers. You know, that's another one of our quotes. And it's like, you know, the thing is, kids are beautiful. Um, And if you want to see poverty, then... What's, what's a poverty is the poverty of soul, the emptiness of soul of saying, like, I don't want kids in this world because I want to be able to have this, 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 and that.
0: Right. And I love one thing about it when she talked about life issues. She referred to each uh, unborn child as an image of God. And she would a lot of times begin saying, they are destroying images of God. They are desecrating I images know, of I God. Know. When
1: you see it that way, it's a powerful statement. Yes. It's a powerful statement. She, she was such a sweet had a, such a sweet demeanor. But man, when she put her finger in the, in the chest of presidents, you know, yes. they, they
0: listened. Well, she didn't pull any punches. She knew yeah. how to speak hard truths, but she also knew how to convey them in a way that was compassionate, loving, Yes, Yeah, see, she did love.
1: She did love, and she, she exuded all that as well. So let's look at this ninth one. If you judge people, you have no time to love them. Boom. Because right? you only have room for one i mean i'm a guy, I have room for one thing in my mind at a time so if i'm ju- <laughs> if i'm judging i'm not loving right right and I've set myself up as a judge, and everything has to come through me and so i'll decide whether to love you i'll decide whether you're worthy of my love that's a bad place to be
0: or it's one thing to have to convey a hard truth to somebody it's another thing to define them by that hard truth
1: so here's the last quote and our time is almost gone and she says this yesterday is gone tomorrow has not yet come we have only today let us begin if you were looking for a place to start here's the place today Today is a beautiful place to start. Let's live like Mother Teresa, hear her words, follow her example, and ask for her intercession. She's there for us. She loves us all. She's going to give us some hard truths, (laughs) but she loves us, as does our Blessed Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mother Mother of God, God. pray pray for for us sinners, now and at at the the hour of our death, death. Amen. Amen. St. Teresa,
2: pray Pray for for us.
0: Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation, one cup of coffee at a time.